there's been some talk recently about automatic emergency braking, or AEB, being mandated for commercial vehicles. As with almost everything in trucking, there are proponents and opponents to AEB systems. But there also seems to be a fair amount of confusion over what they are, how they work, and what they actually will do. Hi, I'm Denise Rondini. Welcome to Truck Talk with Bendix. This podcast series will help you better understand key topics in the commercial trucking industry. Joining me today to clear up the confusion about AEBs is Fred Andersky, Director of Demos, Sales, and Service Training at Bendix. Hi, Fred. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Denise. Always great to chat with you on Truck Talk. I think we better start with a good explanation of what AEB systems are and how they work. Well, you want to talk about confusion. Let's start off with the fact that AEB can be automatic emergency braking, and it can also be autonomous emergency braking, but we'll leave that for another podcast. Let's start with the components of AEB systems. And basically, we see forward collision warning as part of these systems and forward collision warning are the alerts drivers receive. And then there is AEB, the autonomous emergency braking. This is the automatic uh, or autonomous brake intervention that occurs. But it's important to separate out forward collision warning and AEB because um, as with our wingman technology where forward collision warning is part of the system, There are other technologies out there that only deliver forward collision warning. For example, our older VORAD systems just deliver alerts with no braking interventions. Now, AEB systems work by using a sensor, you know, such as a radar, a camera, or both, along with an electronic control unit, you know, think small computer processor or the brains of the system, linked to the braking system, typically through the ABS or and electronic stability control uh, system. When the system determines a collision is imminent, it's gonna issue an alert. And if the driver doesn't intervene to avoid the crash by steering or reducing throttle or applying the brakes, the system will cut throttle and apply the brakes to help the driver mitigate the crash situation. Now, given that the 2018 large truck and bus crash facts, which we talked about previously, Denise, it indicated that there is a large truck rear-ending a car every 15 minutes, and uh, there's also passenger vehicles rear-ending large trucks roughly every 15 minutes. And that really means that AEB systems aren't just good for large trucks, but they're good for cars as well. That's interesting. So there seems to be some myth that AEBs are foolproof and that on vehicles equipped with AEBs, the driver is less critical. Can you share some facts with us about both AEB systems and the role of drivers? Well, you know, Denise, that's exactly what it is, a myth, okay? A myth which I think is perpetuated by the continuous attention to autonomous cars and trucks in the media and with some OEMs. You know, let's face the fact that truly driverless vehicles are still a long way off. And while systems may ease the driver's burden a bit, especially on long stretches of open road, it's doubtful that we will have trucks without drivers anytime soon. As we are fond of saying, 
No safety technology replaces a skilled alert driver exercising safe driving practices. You know, safety technologies complement safe driving and the driver is always in control of their vehicle at all times. It's also important for drivers not to try to game the system. You know, I've been hearing a bit about this recently, Denise, where drivers, for example, on stability control uh, may be pushing to be able to make turns faster. That's not a good thing because all these systems have some upper limit and you don't want to find that upper limit the hard way. Okay, because the laws of physics still dictate and too fast could mean too much for the system. And in the case of stability, a truck rollover or loss of control. Driving safely means not pushing the system, but driving in a safe manner. No intervention is always a good thing. Safe driving typically means no interventions. I think we also need to talk about the distinction between avoidance and mitigation and how AEBs fit into that. It's a great point because the government is always calling this technology crash avoidance and Bendix and others call it collision mitigation. So let's look first at the definitions of avoidance and mitigation and you'll see what I'm getting at. Dictionary.com, one of my favorite references, defines the word avoid from which avoidance comes as one to keep away from, keep clear of, or shun. So shunning crashes, I guess. Or two, to prevent from happening. Mitigation, on the other hand, is derived from mitigate, which is defined as to lessen in force or intensity and or to make less severe. Mitigation in terms of crash mitigation technology is perhaps a more fitting word than avoidance. And why is that? Well, in a nutshell, mitigation is really the more accurate word. Much as we'd like to say collision mitigation technologies will help drivers avoid all crashes, the truth is they won't. Drivers may still have crashes. Setting expectations also makes mitigation the better word. If your expectation is that the system will avoid all crashes, I'm afraid disappointment awaits. Per our earlier discussion, collision mitigation systems can help drivers, but they won't prevent all crashes in all situations. Mitigation means you may have less crashes, but the potential exists that you may still have some crashes that they won't all be avoided. As a word nerd, Fred, I certainly appreciate you giving us dictionary definitions of those <laughs> terms so we can see the difference. So maybe you can talk to us about the differences between the perception of autopilot and wingman. That's a great point because, um, you know, autopilot to me is really what we have on planes. You know, the plane can fly itself, doesn't need some human intervention. Wingman, on the other hand, are there to be able to help. In fact, that's why we call our system Wingman, because it doesn't replace the driver. It's there to help assist the driver. Now, calling something autopilot that isn't sets an expectation. And you know, Denise, as I like to say, when expectation exceeds specification, the result is often altercation. In other words, a crash. You know, you might think it's going to fly, drive, or float itself, but it just might not. And when it doesn't, and you're not paying attention, a crash is likely. You know, Denise, uh, this uh, somebody mentioned this to me 
recently that, you know, autopilot on planes has been around for like 30 or 40 years. And you know what? You still have a pilot in the cockpit. You know, and I'm not sure why people today would think that they don't need to be paying attention on the roadway, still having a driver in the driver's seat, no matter what the system is called. Fred, I've long heard you preaching the gospel of driver assistance, not driver replacement. Can you explain to our listeners what you mean by that? Sure, Denise. You know, everything we talked about should bring us to this conclusion. Collision mitigation technology today is not autopilot. It's wingman. They're not crash avoidance, they're collision mitigation technologies. And as you know that I'm fond of saying, these technologies don't replace drivers, they assist drivers. Always keep in mind that Bendix safety technologies, and in fact, a lot of the safety technologies out there are designed to complement safe driving practices. No commercial vehicle safety technology replaces a skilled, alert driver exercising safe driving techniques and proactive, comprehensive driver training. Responsibility for the safe operation of the vehicle remains with the driver at all times. Think wingman mitigation and assistance, and you won't likely be surprised or disappointed. And finally, Fred, when it comes to AEB systems, why is driver training so important? You know, Denise, knowledge is always king, and some knowledge is better gained up front and not found out on the roadway. <laughs> Why? Well, first, knowing what to expect from the technology on your vehicle is a good thing. It avoids surprises on the road, such as when an alert or an alert and intervention occurs. Knowledge about the system helps you understand why something just happened. Knowing why something happened reduces concerns that the system is maybe acting irregularly and can help the driver learn to avoid the situation in the future. Second, different systems have different features. Much as I'd like to say the Bendix Wingman Fusion system is the only system out there, it's not. So it's good to know what the system on the truck you are driving can and can't do. Don't expect all systems, even from the same manufacturer, to have the same features because OEMs, uh, the guys who make the trucks, sometimes customize our systems to fit their particular marketing plans. Third, it helps to know why the system is alerting you to something. Had, had this happened to me the other day during a video shoot, in fact, another system on the truck started beeping, and guess what? I didn't know what it was and why it was beeping. Talk about a potential distraction, and, you know, I did take a look at the operator's manual to figure out what it was. And I'm happy to say it didn't have anything to do with my driving. It was something else. So in a nutshell, training, whether through classroom, reading, or attending a demo, can help ensure that your expectations of performance for a system don't exceed the system specification, therefore helping you as a driver avoid potential altercations with other vehicles on the road. And, you know, Denise, Bendix helps deliver training in a number of ways. You know, these podcasts, along with ride and drive demos, video tutorials, blogs, and even the good old operator's manual uh, are out there to help driver. There is no driver anywhere that doesn't have access to Bendix training materials. Just start at Bendix.com. I've been speaking with Fred Andersky, Director Demo Sales and Service Training at Bendix. Fred, thanks for coming back on Truck Talk to clear up the confusion surrounding AEB systems. Until next time, Denise, stay safe, stay well, and take care. 
Subscribe to Truck Talk with Bendix on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play and discover how Bendix solutions can help you improve performance, increase safety, and lower your total cost of ownership. To learn more about Bendix products, visit knowledge-doc.com. That's knowledge-doc.com. You'll also find an archive of previous episodes of this podcast. I'm Denise Rondini, and thank you for listening to Truck Talk with Bendix. Bendix.